0: We are closing out our series today on Promises and Paradigms, and the title of the message is Creativity. Creativity for us should remind us that it reveals the nature of God. Creativity in working God's plan helps us to connect to God and God to humanity in a most profound way. The Bible starts out with, in the beginning, God created. Our creator is highly creative. And then we read that God places man and woman in the world, created, in God's image, with the ability to think, reflect, feel, but most importantly, create. And I want to suggest to us this afternoon that we are most like our Heavenly Father when we ourselves are creating. Creativeness and imagination has a way of resonating with our thoughts and our emotions. And the danger that we can often take in our Christian walk is, well, you know, I'm not very creative. That was my attitude. I didn't think that I had a bright imagination. I didn't think that I could construct different ideas and values. But actually what you find is that is absolutely wrong because you were created to create. Much of our thinking in that area emerges from childhood or conversations with friends and family, comments like, you know, stick to what you're good at. You can't do it that way, or it's never been done that way before. That is the kiss of death to your creativity. Consider this. Every one of your friends are all created unique, all created special, which would suggest to us that God evidently endorses variety and and uniqueness. That itself is highly creative. So I want to challenge you this afternoon. Please embrace your God-given creative talent. Today, now, decide to celebrate the creativity of our perfect creator and discover potentially some of the hidden creative talents and giftings that God has bestowed upon you. Start small. Let go of the fear, let go of any judgment about what may unfold and allow God to be a canvas in every part of your life and heart to see your creative abilities flourish and grow. Because at the end of the day, friends, we're designed by God to create and therefore the church needs to help people understand that but also fulfill that gift. It is impossible For us to lack creativity when we stand in the the presence of the perfect creator. God has given us an ability to create, to design, design beauty from nothing, to write, to draw, to build, to produce, to sing, to dance, something that is greater than ourselves. And so I want you to take a moment this afternoon, when was the last time you would decide in your heart that you were creative? Or, When was the last time that you decided that you would expand your thinking in a particular area, that you would create new thoughts, that you would create new attitudes, that you would create new pathways for God's glory to be manifested in your life? The Lord always has a purpose. God does not make mistakes in our lives. And you might be standing here thinking, well, actually, Scott, you know, I'm not the most creative person. I'm a bit boring. I kind of stick in a box. Maybe you are an accountant this afternoon. Sorry, bit of a joke. But the reality is that you were created by him to fulfil a plan, to fulfil a purpose. And we have to get into partnership with what the Holy Spirit is wanting to speak to us about. We want to put the full sum Of creativity that God has on display in our lives. He would not be so clear about our creative potential if he did not expect us to use it. We see that so clearly in Ephesians 2 verse 10. Created in Christ Jesus for good works. More on that later. Listen to me. This does not mean that we can intentionally or otherwise, ignore our gifts, ignore our talents and our innate creativity because we might be afraid of what the world thinks of our creativity. Whatever joy God has put in your heart today, do not be afraid to share it with others. Instead embrace your creativity, celebrate God through your medium of worship. The act of creating is also tied to redemption, bringing healing to the world and glory to God. Consider this. Everything that you do, everything that you create should articulate God's love for your neighbour. So I think about myself for a minute. I am not the most creative person in some areas. I can't draw to save my life. Um, I, I don't appreciate art in any real capacity, but I love to write. I love to write literature, Poems, and God has given me a creative, artistic brain in some capacity that allows me to express my love for God, God's love for me, and the blue sky, land, clear landscape thinking that emerges in my life from time to time. What is God put on your heart that is creative this afternoon? Why don't you turn with me to Psalm 8 this afternoon? Psalm 8. Verses 3 and 4. I would encourage you, after the message, read the whole of Psalm 8. But I encourage us this afternoon to focus on verses 3 and 4. When I consider your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you have set in place, what is man that you are mindful of them? Human beings that you care for them. Psalm 8 is about the infinite creation of God in stark contrast to the weakness and frailty of man. But to man, he gives an opportunity to take on a role in creation itself. So this psalm, I believe, gives us, or these verses, gives us two learning outcomes this afternoon, two considerations that will help lead us forward on this journey. Number one, Perspective. Perspective. I don't know about you but I love being in aeroplanes and unfortunately at the moment we can't travel because of the situation but I was on holiday a few weeks ago in Spain and on my flight back I had a, a window seat and as we soared into the heavenlies as the plane took off from Madrid airport I couldn't help but look out at creation the fluffy, clear, white clouds that emerge from the window. And I was able just to look over the vastness of Madrid, over the, the sprawling landscape of Madrid as a city, Spain as a country. But then what started to happen is everything got smaller. Absolutely everything, until we started to go over the ocean. And then you can just about maybe make out a tiny freight ship that's probably... A hundred meters in length, hundreds of tons, if not thousands of tons in weight, but it's just a tiny speck in the ocean. And it gave me perspective. It reminded me that whilst I might be soaring in the heavenlies, our minuteness in contrast to God's majesty of his indescribable creation, and that ultimately I was created to give him glory and praise. Friends, God is the architect of our lives and the universe. He's strong, he's generous, and he enables us to enjoy all aspects of his creation. Partner with him on this. The psalm also teaches us that he rules the whole universe, the heavens and the earth. He is a glorious and majestic God. The verse also shows us that he is the creator of absolutely everything. And yet, in spite of that, he is mindful of you and he is mindful of me. The psalmist did which many of us have no doubt done. We've looked at the vast expanse of the universe and we've realised how small we are in the midst of all that he has created. And yet, even in the midst of everything that he's created, he is mindful of us. Take a moment this afternoon, right where you are, to remind yourself that in every area of your life, he is in charge. He sees everything about your life he knows the number of hairs on your head God's word declares that he sees you're going in and you're coming out he is fully involved fully invested and highly interested in your life it's amazing to think that God designed star systems for us to just reflect on to us to consider to show us that yet we are small but we are also so incredibly loved by him the second thing that emerges for us is our position. Evidently we are called by God to serve him by ruling responsibly over his creation. The work of his hands. Our rule is never independent of God but always in submission to God. We are weak and yet he has trusted us to take care of his creation. That should give us an incredible insight into the responsibility that we have with his creation. Christ was made a little lower than a heavenly being. He came to earth, born of a woman, so that he could pay the price. Through his cross and resurrection, he majestically redeemed and restored man back to his rightful position. And therefore, for us, when we accept him into our lives, we see and acknowledge him as Lord and Saviour, we are in the body of Christ we too are created a little lower than heavenly beings, crowned with glory and honour. for he, So he was so in the world with us. Sorry, that's really bad. We're going to have to edit that bit. Sorry. God is perpetually conscious and aware of each of our lives. Now, why would you say this, Scott? Bleh, sorry, that was awful. Pause. Sc- scrap all of that as well. This is really good when you're re-recording it, pre-recording it because you can get it all wrong God God is perpetually conscious and highly aware of each of our lives now why do you say this you may ask because we are the only ones created in his image and in his likeness there is a tangible indication to us that he is highly invested and interested in our lives. God restored us to his image, and once again we are one with God. And when we are created in the image of God, we are given all authority. Now that we've been restored into that, and all that we are created for, we have the ability to subdue the earth. But the first and last, and everything in between, is that we must praise and glorify our God who is the lord of our lives. So now that we better understand both our perspective and our position, now we can embrace this afternoon the application point in our lives. Turn with me to Ephesians 2 verse 10. Ephesians 2 verse 10. For we are God's masterpiece. If you're with watching this service online with someone this afternoon, take a moment, nudge them, tell them, you are God's masterpiece. Praise God. He has created us anew in Christ so that we can do good works that he planned for us long ago. And so here are some steps that the Lord perhaps can demonstrate in our lives to... there, sorry, pause... Sorry. Here are some steps that we can embrace this afternoon to ensure that we live this verse out healthily. Number one, humble our heart before the Lord. Humility is always necessary for a teachable heart. To discover our calling. To discover our creativity. To discover everything that God has placed in us. We must set aside our agendas. We must surrender our own will. We cannot have a predetermined plan and then ask him to partner with us. He is more creative than us. He knows our ways are higher than our ways and our thoughts are higher than our thoughts. He is in charge. We need to ask God this afternoon. What have you called me to create? For some of us here... It's going to be very, very real. God has called you to write some songs. God has called you to write a book that will release people from mental health issues. God has called you to be an influence in your place of work by demonstrating the love of God. For some of us, he's called us to reach out in ways that we've not thought of reaching out on, and we only have to look at life today to recognize that we've had to be so much more creative in how we stay connected to one another. We can no longer just meet up for a coffee at Starbucks the way that we used to. So we have Zoom meetings and house party apps and group chats and WhatsApps and Snapchats and every every other sort of chat. Why? Because we've had to become creative in order to stay connected. And I encourage you this afternoon, get creative. Get a humble heart before God. Start to see what emerges and develops from your life. And it's not about seeing the full plan, friends. It's about embracing the small little ingredients that God has given you and then working with Him to do that. But I think it's also important for us to examine our life experiences. God will always use experiences, family, education, spiritual gifts, trials, challenges, etc., to help mould us, to train us, to equip us Sometimes it's the very thing that we want to hide, the challenge, the disappointment, the fear, is the very thing that God wants to use most in order for us to fulfill His plan and purpose for our lives. We need to learn to lean into more of God, friends, to really examine where He's working, where He's moving, where He wants to work and where He wants to move in our lives. And when we do, we come out the other side victorious. God is glorified. You know, God never makes mistakes. Romans 8, 28 is so clear. God makes all things work together for good for those who love him than those who are called according to his purposes. Your journey with Christ is never worthless. There's never, there should never be moments in your life where you look at, a day or a week or a certain season and go, well, that was pointless. No, there is something that can emerge from the landscape. There is something that can be developed. There is something that can be enhanced in that moment if we have a willing and teachable heart and we're also prepared to examine our life and circumstances. God uses absolutely everything in our lives to shape our calling and our creativity. Number three, we need to apply our gifts and our talents. So you might say, well, you know, um, I can't really write worship songs. Okay, maybe you're not called to be somebody who writes worship songs. Maybe you're called to sing the songs that others write. Well, you know, Brother Scott, maybe I'm not called to do this or to do that. Well, find what God has called you to do. Ask yourself, what are you most passionate about? Ask yourself, what are you highly invested in, in the kingdom? God will always match your calling with your capabilities. He will always equip those that he calls. And so if you're trying to understand, well, where is God's creativity in my life? Look at your gifts. What are your strengths? What are people drawn to in your life that they don't go to other people on? Is it your integrity? Is it that you're trustworthy? Is it that you're a man or a woman who is righteous? Is it that you're someone that doesn't just know the Word of God, but you know the author? Is it someone who has a strong prayer life? Where are you creative? Where are you finding that passion emerges in your life? How do people respond to you when they see your creative work in action? that will give you a very good indicator. Then as you seek God's calling, He will direct your steps. He will confirm what He says. The most common way that He will do that, friends, is through His Word. Number four, we need to trust in God's timing and in His answers. God will always lead you and you will find this, friends, as you start to become more creative, as you start to develop your creative gifts, as you start to uncover the light that we often can hide consciously or subconsciously under a bushel, you will find that God will lead you to do things that will require you to trust him wholeheartedly. And I can tell you this much, they will always be perfectly orchestrated and they will always be perfectly timed to display his honour and glory in your life. So some concluding thoughts for us this afternoon. Your skill set is not a substitute for God's input take everything to god in your conversations in your devotional time with him in the thoughts that you've got that may start to develop as a result of of this sermon take everything to god this psalm that we've just read in psalm 8 proclaims that god is the creator so if god is going to call you to create something there is no better person to partner with on that than the great creator himself he has not departed from his creation and just merely left it to go through the motions of life, to fend for itself. And the same is true for you in your life, he has not left you to fend for yourself. Our responsibility is to demonstrate a Christ-like character and conduct our lives in a way that brings him honour and glory. We find fulfilment and motivation in partnering with him, in working with him and trusting him and totally depending on him. John 6.35 reminds us that it is the Spirit that gives life. The Spirit of God, the creativity behind all new beginnings. And the Spirit of God, the sign of continuity between the first beginning and all other beginnings. And so I can hear maybe a few of us thinking, well, that's easy to stand here and say that, Scott. But I'm fearful. I'm fearful that I'm not that creative. I'm fearful that I won't be able to write a song or a poem or a book or do anything that will have any value for the kingdom of God. Well, let me tell you this. What is there to fear when you're in Christ? Fear will always hinder your growth, but perseverance and courage will also guarantee that those good things will blossom. Be positive. You will not overcome your obstacles, friends, by standing still, but by moving forward. Remember, never think of failure as an end, but it is one step closer to success, because even if you fail, you never fail, because you actually succeed, because you now know where not to go on your next step, and therefore you can say, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Your soul will prosper when you are full of the word and the grace of God. Remind yourself today, He alone is your creator. He will give you divine wisdom, divine knowledge, divine understanding, and supernatural visions and dreams for you to become the most creative person that He has called you to be so that you can put His goodness his glory and his majesty on display in every part of your life. The best is yet to come, friends. Enjoy this season of stretching. Embrace the challenge. Step forward with intentionality. Decide in your heart that you are going to be more than a conqueror. You are going to fulfill the perfect plan and destiny that he has got for your life. Let's pray. Father, we thank you so much for your word. We thank you that Psalm 8 is such a rich psalm for us to reflect on the sheer magnitude and the majesty of your creation, Father. And you hold our entire world in the palm of your hand. Father, we're so thankful that even though we are tiny in comparison to the universe that you created, you know the number of hairs on our head and you are so perfectly and proficiently interested in every detail of our lives. Father, I pray that you would open up our minds, expand our minds, Lord, to have creative thinking, creative thoughts, ideas. Father, help us to share those ideas with other believers in the body of Christ, to see dreams and visions come to fruition, to see different uh, uh, challenges overcome to see the goodness of God and the glory of God manifest itself in such a tangible and powerful way in each and every one of our lives father help us to put you on display we pray in Jesus precious name amen and amen